0: Welcome, everyone, to this episode of This One Time at OU. Hello, Roz. How are you?
1: Hey, Tim. I'm doing great. How are Good. you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing okay. It's cold in Virginia. Uh, the yes. last, speaking of cold, the last time we spoke, you were headed to Alaska for a big ski trip. How was that?
1: Oh, it was awesome. Alaska is just nature on steroids, man. That place is surreal. It's It was trippy. It was ton of snow, snowed all the time. The skiing was great, but it was hard. It was like super steep. And I ate a lot of fish, and I snowmobiled, and that would be saw a so couple fun. bears and moose, and had the whole Alaska experience.
0: <laughs> you, got, you didn't get mauled by anything, right?
1: No, no. I, you know, I want to go back in the summer because that's the land of the midnight sun. And, you know, it's, it's light like that.
0: That is neat, because it, but it's also a weird way like when you're camp. And I was I was somewhere up near Russia, and it was like that. And so you get up to go to the bathroom at two a.m. and it's light out, and you're like, oh, that's just kind of weird. And uh, one of the guys I was with had trouble falling back asleep. He's like, I can't fall asleep when it's light.
1: Right. Well, I'll just party on because yeah, exactly. I'll be it's on all vacation. one big party, like four <laughs> four days
0: in a row. When I'm well, on
1: vacation, I don't sleep anyways. Good,
0: good thinking. <laughs> Well, we have a great, we don't have any guests today, but we have a great story. Uh, You know, you're familiar with that Facebook, uh, you know, you went to OU If. Yes. Someone brought up Billy Milligan. And so I was familiar with the story and I thought we would talk about that. I did some research on him. And Billy Milligan, he lived in Athens, is a patient at the mental hospital but he also, when he was there, because it was a hospital, not a prison, he was seen roaming around town, uh, drinking with students. He was a painter. He sold some of his painter uh, paintings and just kind of a, a normal guy. Some people would describe him as normal and nice. Other people say he'd walk in and the bar would get quiet because he raped three people at Ohio State. So Damn. we're going to get in. We're going to get into how he's not in prison. And... You know, all the research I did showed that he, uh, everyone agreed that he had all these multiple personalities, but I really think there's more to it. I think he could be the ultimate con, man. I'll, uh, I'll give you some facts and uh, oh, really? let you decide. So,
1: so you got some controversy. Yeah, I mean, this is a subject that I don't know much about, but definitely, you know, recognize that name and uh, he was famous for the multiple personality uh, insanity defense and I definitely remember being a freshman and he escaped from a mental hospital and they were warning us, freshman girls, you know, look out for him. We were like, oh great, let's go to the yeah. bar.
0: <laughs> What's he look like? Yeah. He's nice, right? Um, well, I'll get yeah, into his life. I do remember we were like,
1: yeah, yeah, we're still going to the bar.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of crazies out there. They won't, They won't hurt us in Athens. Nothing bad happens there. Uh, right so but, young
1: so dumb <laughs>
0: that's for sure right. um but it's interesting and in that he had this uh you know he was all these crimes he's committed we'll get into that but he also came from a very troubled youth uh so you know we'll talk about his times leading up into athens so he was born in 1955 yeah tell me but, about it yeah born in 55 th- five years later his father kills himself and then his mother, who was previously married, they live in Florida this time, who was previously married, drives back to Ohio, to Circleville, and remarries her old ex-husband, not Billy's father, because Billy's father had just killed himself. And then a year later, uh, husband leads her, leaves her again. She marries, a couple years later, she marries this guy, Chalmer Milligan, and that's when Every, everyone says everything really went south and besides his mom having three husbands in three years and his father killing himself but they moved to Lancaster Ohio um and right. Chalmer Milligan his his stepdad reported Billy said and through hypnosis that he was uh, sodomized he was abused mentally physically and then he was in one time he even said that he was buried alive but I think another time he said that if he ever told about the way his stepfather treated him, stepfather would bury him alive. Um Oh my
1: you know, God, how
0: horrible. Oh. It, it, it was uh bad. He said, hey, you know, I was hung up in the barn by my fingers and toes. But oh. and then his stepdad, who was interviewed later, uh said and never interviewed when this case is going on to see if you know why he's he's crazy, says all that's all lies. But under written testimony during the trial his sister uh did say yes we had a terrible childhood he was abused mentally and physically by his stepdad so you know, he's got all these problems all too doesn't doesn't mention that uh-huh. at all just that uh, that he was and then and i so, wonder so,
1: how mom was i mean obviously no mom was
0: what that was so. a big thing i'm glad you mentioned that it was a big thing when billy saw her being abused It's really when he lost it uh, oh. is what they say under hypnosis. And a lot of these stories that we'll talk about with Billy, they are just coming from Billy and there's not anyone else to collaborate, collaborate, except other pieces of Billy's mind. So, well, uh, uh that's didn't interesting. they have
1: like over 20 personalities? So how do you know it's coming from Billy or which personality? Well, <laughs>
0: it, they were very distinct and different. And, uh, I'll talk about that in a second. We'll go over a few of the most prominent. So he's in uh, junior high and he's odd and distant and gets in trouble. And then he gets suspended from there. So stepdad and mom decide, I'm sure stepdad's like, oh, he's crazy. Put him in a children's uh, mental uh, ward at the Columbus State Hospital. Right. And so he goes there. He's discharged later that year. Then he goes into high school, but uh, he gets kicked out of high school. And then two years later, he joins the Navy he's in the navy for 2 months and he gets kicked out of there and this is like when really he starts acting out worse than that after he gets out of the, the navy he uh the same year him and a friend are arrested in Circleville on charges of kidnapping, rape and assault kidnapping charges are dropped because um they didn't believe the women he wasn't charged fully with rape but he did go do some time he was found guilty and then it's when he went to the Ohio Youth Commission facility in Zanesville and it's kind of you know his first stint at juvie and then how, he gets how old out was of there he at this what, point he is so i guess he's probably 20
1: okay. 20ish so he's a, he's an adult
0: yeah he's in he's an adult um I mean, well, one, he goes to the youth commission. He's up
1: adult. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: well, I guess in 73, he would have been in the youth commission. So I guess he was 18 or he was 17 then. So, cause he wouldn't have been adult. He would have gone to the real pokey. Oh, okay. But fast forward two years later, he's arrested again. Um, because in 1974, two cross-dressing guys approach him at a rest stop. And then he beats them up and takes their purses. I remember my mom, I told her that I was going to, uh, doing this about, we were doing this about Billy Milligan. She's like, oh, I remember, like, don't go to rest areas because Billy Milligan will get you. And that was mid seventies. And then he robs a pharmacy and gets arrested for that.
1: Oh, so so back, it started with robbery.
0: Yes. Then back to the slammer, he goes. Um, and what's interesting about this, he sent to Lebanon Correctional Institute and he had a. Terrible time like that. He couldn't handle that at all. So later in the story, you'll see that he's like so afraid going to institution because such a such a bad, you know, he had such a bad experience as a young adult here in Lebanon. But they also wrote that he uh, found out some guy inmate was selling drugs. So he uh, ratted on him. And so he was nine months alone in solitary confinement. So he's like, all right, I'll get away from people. That was one way to do it. So not only a rapist, but a rat. So so far in this story, Billy's not my friend. No. But he gets out in 1977. He's paroled. And that's when he gets out in April 77. The first rape is in October 77. Two of the three times he had the victim write a check, go back into town and cash it and get the money. But the second time he goes in there and says, No, you keep the money. So he makes her go. And he says, Well, tell everyone that I took it. And now you can just keep the money because he felt bad about what was happening.
1: Okay. Nice and,
0: guy. Yeah, and, and the <laughs> women talked that he had it say that he had a German accent, and he was born in Florida and raised in and uh, Circleville, Ohio. So he didn't have that. He also said that his name was Phil to the second victim, and that he was of Jewish descent, and uh, apparently his real father, who killed himself, was of was Jewish. So that was.
1: I see. His know, personalities are starting yeah, to come
0: yeah, out. Yes, and we'll. Yes. It gets. You think this is weird? It gets. It gets worse than this. I mean, he tells the, the final one that he has a double life. That he drives a Maserati, and then he's in the big uh, terrorist organization with Carlos the Jackal, who's the person who did uh, the 1972 Olympics. Um, but the girls all get together at different times, and they go through the mugshots, and they say he's the one. He's the one. He's the one. And so they go to his house. And they don't know what to expect because he did have guns, right? So they're like, he's armed and dang- dangerous. And the right? it was the OSU police that went to Reynoldsburg, which is kind of far out from campus. And they grabbed a Domino's pizza box and said pizza delivery for Bill- Billy Milligan. And he answered doors like, um, he doesn't live here. I didn't order a pizza. And like, no, it says here. Are you Billy Milligan? He's like, no, I'm his friend. Uh, well, where's Billy? Well, I don't know. And they said, well, do you mind if we ask the neighbors? Can we go over there? So Billy gets out of his apartment, goes over, and knocks on the doors of the neighbor. And that's when the police arrest him. They go in his house and find the victim's credit cards. They find the sunglasses he was described as wearing, as well as the weapons and handcuffs. And then he's a painter I mentioned. And yeah. the officer looks at the paint. And is like, well, who did this? He's like, I did. And it's like, well, it's signed Milligan. And so that's Billy Milligan. But he goes, he goes with the uh, OSU police, gets arrested, and during interrogation, he says he doesn't remember anything that's going on. He tries to kill himself in prison, uh, or in jail. He also was able, this is interesting, he was able to escape from handcuffs. And only one person reported that, but several people reported that he escaped from a straitjacket uh, twice. So uh, you know he was also an escape artist.
1: Damn, that's not easy. <laughs> no, well, you know I was thinking
0: about that, but you could probably, uh, you could probably probably do it. I guess I I don't know. I mean, people escape out of escape jackets. I don't think that's super unreal. Like maybe it wasn't put on right, but you think in prison they would know how to put it on, and or at least in jail they know how to put it on correctly, and you wouldn't yeah. do it twice. Like after you got out of it once, you're like, ooh, we're gonna tighten this thing up. Damn. But he, yeah, so he talked to psychiatrists. Hope I never
1: have to find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, we, we won't know about if it happens. So he talks to a psychologist, and the psychologist understands that it wasn't Billy that did it, but it was one of his personalities, Reagan, who had taken over. And Reagan liked to rob people, and Reagan was full of rage and liked to rob people, and that's what happened. But Reagan wasn't a rapist. That was another personality, Adalana, uh, Adalana, who was a nineteen-year-old lesbian who raped with Billy's body because she needed love and she hasn't felt loved. And it was, um, that was her way of only way of getting love. So, wow. So one had a wide
1: range of people in there, huh?
0: Yes. in one interview, you know, he's going through the tough guy. One of them's the tough guy and one of them's escape artist. And then he goes to of the night year and he burst into tears and said that he did it and he did it. And he just needed, needed love was the only, um, reason he did it. And so think about this. If you're a psychiatrist and people don't know then too much about multiple personality disorder, that you hear this story, you're like, oh, my God, this guy's nuts. Like, who would even believe this story, right? And a lot of people didn't believe it, too. So they went and got some experts. They went and got uh, this general, Dr. Harding, who was very prominent in Worthington. And he's like, I don't believe in multiple personalities. And and he wasn't fully convinced, but they... Were convinced enough that something was wrong because even the doubters at this time were saying yes i'm not sure it's multiple personalities but something's off with him and you do see distinct personalities and, you know is he fooling us or is it really true no one knew because no one ever dealt with this before it was brand new so right. it was gotta they didn't have wonder, anything
1: though or it wasn't brand new but it was brand new that they were actually going to treat it or look at it differently because they probably just put you in a mental hospital before and didn't even try to understand it. Right. Do you feel, I mean, yeah,
0: right. It wasn't, it's like unknown. So how would they even know where to begin? Crazy was crazy.
1: Right. Like the whole mental health field was probably evolving at the same time. Right.
0: Lobotomy will be fine.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if it was evolving for the good.
0: (laughs) That was the quick fix. But (laughs) when he was uh, in Columbus awaiting trial, like I said, he tried to, kill himself one way he tried to kill himself was ripping the toilet out because one of his personalities is super strong he rips it all the floor smashes it up and tries to slit his wrist with the porcelain pieces of the toilet Shit. yeah and that's <laughs> a and where they were going to send him they're like we need to send him to lima ohio but ever the defendants were like no i mean he'll he'll get killed there or he'll kill himself because it was very notorious for for as you mentioned like terrible terrible uh care so, so was he kind of Harding in and agreed. out
1: of these prisons and mental hospitals for a long time? He's like in and out, and he'd be out, and he'd commit a crime, and then he'd go back in? He
0: would, um, and, and so now he's, you know, rape folks, rape folks, rape three OSU women, and then he goes to OSU, um, again, they don't have a jail, but they, they hold him there, and they take him downtown Columbus, and they're going to send him off to Lima, but they decided to keep him in Worthington so they can keep a better uh, view on him because the, the defenders are very interested in the story because everyone's interested in the story because it's all brand new. Hey, that crazy guy, he has multiple personalities. So they kind of wanted him around, and they felt that if they went up there, they wouldn't be able to do that. And from the beginning, he was able to manipulate pretty well.
1: I mean, was he being followed by the press? And
0: No, I mean, no? not so much at this time. I mean, okay. he was... The reason I didn't know—I mean, it was a big story—but it was this is right in the very like couple the first couple days. Like, yeah, they found the the campus rapists they called him. They found him, but I don't think the press knew the the multiple personality angle angle yet. Oh, okay. And we talk about personalities. I'll only go over, I won't go over—I won't go over all twenty-four of them. Initially, you had ten, but the deeper they got into it, there they, they found out. Well, he's got twenty-four. So Billy's the core.
1: Four. Yes.
0: Yeah. Wow. Bill's Billy's the core personality, but he's get this, he's usually kept asleep. So he can never really talk to anyone because they're afraid when he wakes up, he'll try to kill himself. And also like, oh, he's the one who, you know, is is the core, so he would be the one found guilty. So the other personalities kind of right looked after him. Uh he did uh he did try to commit suicide a couple times and they said that was Billy. So when we talk about these personalities, it was described a couple times this way. Think of a play that you go to, and it's all dark, and then the one big spotlight comes on a person. They walk out to introduce everybody, right? Right. So it's just one spotlight on one person, and they call that being in the spot. And so each of his personalities would take turn in this spot, and he would change into that person. And so they wouldn't talk, you know, two at a time or anything. Whoever was in the spotlight, they just called it the spot. That's, that's how they rotated back back and forth. And right. some people could do it at will, and some people were controlled and were only allowed by other personalities to tell it. So all along, he is getting people mesmerized. like, "Wow, they're buying all this." And, and you know, not to say he's not totally crazy, but I don't. Know, I'll let you decide at the end of the story. Right. So we talk about Billy is his first um, personality, and then his next personality is a person that's, um, as I mentioned, Reagan. Uh, Vistana Vinic, and that's an aggressive Yugoslavian, and he's the protector of everyone. He's kind of a the warlord there, and he's the keeper of hate. And he's the one who robs and is very violent. Now, he weighs 210 pounds, and the core billy only weighs 190. Um, so that's I don't a lot know. of details. Yeah, it is a <laughs> lot of details. That's amazing. <laughs> and then... The guy who was kind of in charge, a smart one, was Arthur. He was 22. Well, yeah, so Billy is 23, and then uh, Reagan's also 23. Billy's a year, I mean, excuse me, Arthur's a year younger. He's a very intellectual Englishman who uh, studied medicine and science. He wore glasses, and he was just more intelligent and sophisticated than the others. Then we mentioned Adelana, who was a 19-year-old lesbian, but she would uh, cook and clean for the others. And then there was Alan. He was quick, and he could kind of walk his way out of problems because he was really fast. He only weighed 165 pounds. And then Tommy, I mentioned he escaped from handcuffs and straitjackets. Tommy's an escape artist. So
1: That's convenient. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and then um, there's Danny, who's 14 years old, and he's scared of everyone, and they say this because um, – You know, he was the actual person who was buried alive by his stepfather, and he's real short and skinny. And Christopher, who's 13, also English, David's eight, and this is odd, David's like the youngest person, well, he's not the young person, he's a three-year-old too, but David's the youngest person, and his job is to bear everyone's pain. Like, what a crappy... Oh, deal that him. is yeah. yeah you know he's only eight years old so like one of the youngest he's gets stuck with all the pain and Aww. then there's christina and that was uh christopher's sister uh she could read and write she was only three but also uh dyslexic dyslexic now reagan the, the mean guy really loved her and was also very much protective uh, protected of her and then everyone else uh, with the exception of the teacher I'll talk about, those were called the undesirables. They were the people they just didn't like around. So they wouldn't let him in the spot, but they would occasionally rise up. I don't know if no one's looking at the spot and uh, they can hop up there or something. But I think, I don't know, maybe Billy just forgot who those people were. And was like, hey, that guy wrote it down. I forget who I said, you know, uh, who knows what happened. But the well, that
1: uh, makes me think of that split movie. And we'll get, get to that seen, too. Have you ever it's, seen that?
0: And people say this is loosely oh, yeah. based on this.
1: Well, in Split, it's like crazy. Like he's a superhero kind of, so they take it to the extreme. But it's, uh, but he does, you know, keep keep girls captive. He doesn't rape them, but he has like chains them up, and then he has all these different personalities. And the actor does an amazing job. But he also has this really superhuman. Uh, the beast. That's that one's the called the beast. Yeah, that's right. That's well,
0: right. Well, all of these. Um, multiple personalities, they do talk of someone generally who's in charge. And I, that person, uh, James McAvoy's character, I can't remember which one was kind of the sum and was in charge of it all. And here it is, they called it the teacher. And the teacher fused all of Billy Milligan together. And the doctor's job was to get Billy fused back together. And then if he was all fused back together, he'd go back into society. And uh, you know,
1: good luck with that, dude.
0: Well, <laughs> and was, like, well, just well, seems, now so uh, you're
1: thinking that he wasn't really uh, cra- crazy. I hate to say crazy, but mentally ill.
0: He was mentally ill, but it was he was not multiple personalities. I mean, that's a that's a weak excuse to get away with it, I think. Oh, well, you know that's your
1: theory. I mean, how much research have you done? Did you read A book?
0: Books? Yeah, I'd say what, probably what about— What book did you read? Five, five, there's a book called The Minds of Billy Milligan written by Daniel Keyes, who's an OU author. Ah. And what we'll talk about, he comes into the picture, too. He's the one who also wrote Flowers for Algernon, uh, which is a book— It came out in like 58, a movie Charlie was done about that, and in that story, um, Algernon's a laboratory mouse, and I think Charlie is the janitor who's kind of like, uh, you know, just like maybe not the brightest person, and they give some surgery, and, and the mouse, Algernon, gets super smart. And then they do that to Charlie. He gets super smart, and he realized the people he works with weren't really his friends, and they made fun of him. But then the mouse dies. He's like, oh, crap, I'm going to die too. So that's that's the whole story oh. of that. So, But he, it was a really successful book. And a lot of people, uh, we, I read it in middle school, I think.
1: Yeah, I've heard of it. I've yeah. Of
0: it. And, uh, but that was 20 years before he started on the Billy Milligan story. I mentioned all these personalities painted. And it was interesting. Danny painted still life. Tommy did landscapes. Alan did portraits. And Reagan, the one full of hate, only did black and whites. So all this has happened in the time that he's being evaluated in Worthington, Ohio. You know, a year, uh, I guess he committed the crimes in, in April 77 and then in December of 78. Billy's found not guilty by reason of insanity, and mm. the the press had a field day with that in the beginning. But th- the attorneys, the doctors, the judge, all kind of believed that he had it. And there's a couple reasons for this. They they believed that he had it, and they believed that he had to be let go for two reasons. One, that multiple personalities was kind of a fad for a while. That book, Sybil that uh, was it was written in 1973 but a year before this happened the movie sybil do you remember that oh
1: yes of course with um sally field
0: so it came out a year before this happened so there's this big buzz about multiple personalities and now Ah, it's called dissociative identity disorder (laughs) well you'll who knows uh it kind of seems that way so everyone's intrigued and one doctor wrote that everyone wants to have a you know a, a multiple personality disorder patient so people did want him in their hospitals and it was very uh, interesting and the second thing and one of the big reasons he got out at the time that it happened for this for the insanity plea if you were the uh, defendant you just have to show cause that he was insane he didn't have to show proof that he was insane It was up to the prosecutor to say he is sane and much harder to do to say, no, he's a sane person. Because how would that ever work? He raped three people. How would any sane person do that? So their job was to prove that he was sane. And, you know, his defendants like, no, uh, obviously he's insane. And they're like, what do you mean? Well, look at him. And they didn't really need concrete proof. During the time that he he committed the crimes and when he went to court, uh, that law was reversed. So awesome. now it was up to it was up to the defendant to prove, um, and have proof of what their plea was of insanity. But because he committed the crime before the law was enacted, he was under the old rules, and the um, prosecutor couldn't get everyone to agree that he was totally sane. And he had these outlandish stories, and everyone kind of wanted to hear more about his stories. So those right. two things, it, it, was, yeah. it was the big fad and that, you know, the courts really didn't allow. It was much harder to get, you know, off than it was to prosecute. So that's when Athens comes in. So they don't know. They're looking for a place to send them. And there's this guy, Dr. David Call in Athens, who'd had some uh, experience in multiple personality disorders. And he says, but if he comes to Athens, and I'm going to read a quote, if he comes to Athens, I want to be able to treat him in the same manner that I've treated other multiples in an open and most therapeutic setting we have. And if I can't do that, don't even send him.
1: If he can't go to Court Street, forget it. (laughs)
0: Well, that was kind of it. So when he shows up and they take him there, the police officer's like, what the heck's this? It's a big, they said it's like a resort. I mean, it wasn't. We've been there. But compared to prison, you know, people wandering around, you know, if you were, if you were good, you're allowed to wander the ward pretty easily. And then, you know, as time went on, you could go outside. And then as you remember, people would come from there and they'd wander around town.
1: Right. They just had a, they could walk there and, uh, you know, it was pretty, (laughs)
0: Yeah, but they could. I mean, you'll but see him yeah. coming to town. I remember. Uh, I think no he guy... wasn't
1: allowed to walk around town. Was he? He
0: was allowed to walk around town. No and then, way. T- and towards he the was? end, he got his own house. What? Uh, yeah. So that's what's that's what's just amazing because the thing is, he was very sur- surprised about that too. And they said, "No, this is a, this is a hospital, not a prison. You were found innocent of those crimes." And so imagine that, though, if you're a parent reading about this and your child is in Athens. Right, and, a college and, oh, child. Yeah, yeah and uh, a rapist is allowed to wander around. I mean, he didn't write off the bat, wasn't able to, but, you know, they wanted to make him um, feel at home. They wanted to, to work with him. And, in fact, he uh, they would say, well, let's talk about your personalities. It's like, no, they're not personalities. If you if, When you say it like that, that means you don't believe me. They're people. So people, and at first, they'd say, Billy, no, that's not you. I mean, you're Billy. You're not so-and-so. But then Billy convinced him to address his personalities as people by their names. And uh, so he's he's a pretty smart guy, and the doctor's like, well, if this will help him, I guess we'll do it. And depending on who you read, too, the doctor was friends with, with um, Daniel Keys, and so that's how he got first dibs on the book because a lot of people are looking for movie rights or looking for book rights because Sybil just came out here's a brand new sybil let's uh, make a bunch of money from this right you know so it was a lot of uh a a lot of concern over money and and billy just knew how to how to play the game very well
1: now you said he had a house Where? well he,
0: he didn't until later on so he's in the hospital for a while But people are getting mad because he's given all these privileges and he's selling his paintings and his attorney helped him sell it. And they would, you know, he said, well, I'll sell them for you. We'll split the money. And he paid, he paid people for, you know, different things. In one instance, they said he got a bunch of money from his paintings and bought a car and he's allowed to drive it around on weekends. Um, Wow. But uh, so initially all these things are happening. He's like a celebrity. And then people are getting mad at dr call they're like hey w- what are you doing one you're not spending any time with your other patients and two he's breaking all the rules like no patient was allowed to have more than twenty dollars and billy had big wads of cash uh from it from his paintings and Sounds you know like he was really a celebrity there yeah for know? sure he was a celebrity um damn
1: uh, how long was he in athens
0: well he left he went there i guess this was 78 but he finally left i think in 88 but he'd been a lot of different places too so he um, you know he he was in and out because even though he has it, has a good he still continues to act up and you know gets in a little bit more trouble now because dr. call gave him all this publicity and allowed him to do things that others wouldn't you know the media and the uh, I guess the higher up at the hospital said you got to quit that so they made him act like a normal patient and that really made him mad and then uh you know he, that's when he kind of started acting out again and his first time that he uh, acted out that he ran away from athens mm-hmm. um and but he, but he was brought back and when you talk about athens his time in athens i listened to i listened on some uh, videos and also Just people's reports and looking up Athens News, Athens Messenger, and the Columbus Dispatch followed it pretty well. So if someone wants to look at that, that's a good place to go. One uh, lady who worked at Athens News said, hey, you know, what's it like? Because he he gets in and out of this hospital, and sometimes the hospital's like, no, he doesn't. You know, we keep a good hold on our, our folks. So she snuck into the hospital and proved how easy it was to get in and out of the place. Oh. and wrote a story on it and billy read it and then from then on for a while once a week he'd stop by their her office and ask her to do stories and they she said we go to we talk for a couple hours at a time like because he was you know tired of the way they were treating him and the, all the injustice in the world
1: wow that's pretty so wild. but Jeez. pretty articulate
0: too he was he was invited to be a guest uh, lecturer in psychology classes and the deal was he couldn't get paid for it, but he went in there and would talk about his experiences. And I read somewhere that he. I wonder talked... which
1: personality spoke when.
0: Well, <laughs> exactly, because they could just pull him out. Um... And if you watch some videos, you look it up on I, some on YouTube. His yeah, personalities. Yeah,
1: I got do that now for sure.
0: But you'll see what made me very skeptical is he goes through these personalities in a couple minutes. But then you go to three more videos over, you can find this comedian doing 25 personalities in three minutes. You know, it's not all that difficult, particularly when everyone wants you to be a different personality. They're kind of waiting to say, "Hey, what will happen next?" Right, And there was
1: a part of whether you believe him or not is whether you believe that the he had that trauma as a child.
0: Well, I'm I because his sister said, yes, that happened. We don't know to what extent I doubt he was buried alive, but sexual and mental, physical abuse would be enough for anyone. So, yes, he was definitely a sociopath. But was he just a smart guy, too? Now, in some of the reports they said he had an IQ of 150, but his core IQ was only 129, and each of his personalities had a different IQ score, which seems kind of <laughs> odd as well.
1: Right. And how
0: do you pull up? Hey, listen, we need a uh, we need Alana to come out here for a while to take this test.
1: Yeah. How did that test even Because then?
0: Arthur Arthur was the only <laughs> one that could bring people. And except, I think Adelana could come and go as she pleased, but the uh, others had to be brought in and asked for. And Billy, when they first started, said Billy couldn't have done that because he's been asleep for seven years. So yeah,
1: I don't know, Tim. I don't know if I'm as ex- skeptical as you.
0: You think it's it's because it's, that'd uh,
1: be a lot to keep up. I mean, was it? Did he what? How old was? Didn't he have to keep that up his whole life? I don't know how. Well, how old no, he was for about ten died, years. But. Um, That'd be a lot to keep up, man.
0: Well, I think that's why you had 24 and you really went to only 10 that came out. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, ooh, Plus, what was I thinking?
1: Trauma as a child. I, you I mean, know, yeah, he was really, wacky. Can really, really affect you. So that, if that was true, I feel like it's possible. And I just, you know.
0: Well, you mentioned the trauma and but everyone. I feel
1: like they gave him way too much leeway, that's for sure. Yes. And then. <laughs>
0: Well, now it's uh, DID, Dissociative um, Identity Disorder, and it all begins with trauma, too. You're right. So,
1: so you know, if that, but again, that, you said the stepfather only admitted it.
0: No, he never Did. admitted it. He, he denied it the whole time. Only, so through his personalities, they talked about it. And then during the trial, his um, sister testified that we had an abusive, physical, mental okay. abusive childhood. Right. But they talk about that he was around town, he was polite, he was easy to get along with. There was a, um, like a soap opera, I think, called 45701, or, or kind of a documentary show, which was a local show. He was on that. And he was still um, kind of a celebrity. But doctors say he was difficult and, you know, on a good day. And then he was very manipulative. Um, he dated one of the nurses, Um so he oh is all God. over the place.
1: Nurse ratchet. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I wish that would have put him, but in 79, he would, uh, he got in trouble for always running out and, um, having a parties and escaping, you know, trying to escape, even though he would go out and come back in, he was, he was sent to Lima, but lucky for him. Cause he hated Lima. Three years later, Lima was being turned into a real prison. So they had to send him back to Athens. And, uh, when he came back he was arrested but let go because he was driving a truck that someone shot out of and he sent to uh columbus to their central ohio psychiatric ward and here he escapes for 139 days but when he comes
1: yeah that's when i was a freshman or we were freshmen. yes and he
0: comes back and he's he's found in miami and then this is the crazy part. So two years later, they decided that oh, you know what, all this fusing has worked. In 1988, he's let go totally free, with supervision. He has to check in with the parole officer. But then in 1991, he says, "Okay, looks like you're fine. Go on, uh, go on your way." And one thing was interesting. Wow. In 1989, he uh, had an art show in Columbus, and one of his paintings was Reagan, black and white. And it was of a Raggedy Ann doll in a noose. And this is a year after he said, "Oh yeah, he's fine now."
1: Oh yeah, damn. So wait a minute, fusion? They fused him all together. Yeah. So they're they're, like, he's
0: yeah, he's cured because I fused all these personalities all back together. Even though this whole time he's been getting in trouble, he's been to Lima, he's been to Athens, he's been to uh, Columbus, right, um, and then they said well he's fine now um so he gets off on his own moves to california but still running some problems Uh, because she
1: left ohio
0: (laughs) yes well the attorney general in ohio there says hey he made all this money from all these paintings and book rights so we want some of our money back from the mental hospital and he paid some of it back but then he's like oh i'm not going to do that so he files bankruptcy and uh they get some money but not all all that they that they wanted and he uh kinda of disappears and then in two thousand and fourteen it's found he's living in a nursing home and dies of of cancer and his you know sister's like, Oh, you know, I, I hadn't heard him in a long time. He just kind of went out of his way. And what's interesting yeah. I mean he he went out of kind of out of sight, out of mind. Right, and right. Then they On find out way. Yeah yeah. Then they found out he had passed away in a nursing home. But you mentioned the movie Split.
1: But but no more uh, like crimes around where he was.
0: No, or... so he did from, from I guess from eighty, or from ninety one, when he was free till he died in two thousand fourteen. No crimes. He was trying to make uh, start a movie production company to do a movie about his life. And in two thousand fifteen, Leonardo DiCaprio said, "I'm going to star in a movie called Crowded Room." And that was the story of Billy Milligan, and James Cameron was supposed to direct it, but it, it never it never happened. Uh, a year, that would a year. Good. Well, a year later, Split came out, uh, and in Split, um, he has twenty three personalities, and he in, uh, kidnaps and imprisons three teenage girls, but no one ever talks about uh, you know Billy Milligan as being a um, inspiration for the story. But there one is one on interesting movie that there was a documentary made uh the time that he's being interviewed for the book and it sits in an athens safe and only three people have seen it because the courts put a cease and desist order on it and no one is allowed to see the movie so it's still in a bank vault as we speak today in athens and it's a documentary that really shows
1: with with billy in it
0: yeah that's a that's a documentary documentary documents all of his personalities so oh, I wow. thought that was that was crazy. So yeah. I don't know, but believe what you will. But he seemed to be a bright guy, charming. People liked him. Multiple personalities, all the rage the the loophole in the law gets him out. He complains all the time. He's able to to manipulate the hospital. I mean, they let him drive around people. And that uh, this once you know, you went to OUF Facebook page. They said, oh yeah, I'd see him in a bar. Uh, He came to our house a couple times. Uh, As I mentioned, he would go to classes. uh, You know, and be a guest lecturer. Uh, And some of the interviews, he seems pretty normal uh, just a regular guy. So,
1: yeah. Do you know, is his art worth anything these days? You
0: know, I looked that up. Um, someone had on Facebook that they had a one for $1,500. dollars they like, um, call me and I'll give you the story. So, you know, he would go pass out his art pretty freely. He paid, he did a portrait of the judge, um, that, that and gave it to the judge. And he did oh my his God, attorneys. yeah, and his attorney sometimes got paid in paintings, um because Billy didn't have money. so yeah, they are worth something. But I was thinking I like the I like collecting things like that, like an Eldridge original. I'd rather have than oh, Billy yeah. Maly, I don't, why, I was don't want a rapist painting, yeah, but uh, no <laughs> no, that seems like you find that in Alice for no, Crowley's house. The
1: whole thing is very creepy. Yeah, it, it is. Creepy. It's a creepy um, part of Athens, and definitely kind of what makes Athens unique is that mental health center and, and all the history there. It's it's crazy.
0: And he is the top story. So I know that was long, but that's the story of Billy Milligan. Hopefully oh, I, man. Did I convince you at all?
1: I didn't know all that. Did but I can- no, you didn't convince you? me. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. All but right. there's, I have doubt, though, now. I definitely yes. have doubt. Well, research knows? it. I Check mean, it out that's you did the research so you would know more because you know maybe he was just a really good actor and and took advantage of the situation and s- too smart for his own good or I well it's know. easy
0: it's easy to be a bad actor if everybody wants you to be a bad actor right. so they're saying hey talk about this this will make my book more interesting i'm sure they didn't say it quite like that but they egged on each of these personalities right and, and, and it's and a way try. to get
1: attention you know
0: yeah he made the most of it
1: yep people the original you know reality tv star that everyone wants attention <laughs> yes
0: i guess we're talking about it in 2021 so he got more than his 15 minutes
1: oh yeah oh yeah he did all well, right Leonardo, well, get, on, get going on the movie yeah exactly thanks for thanks yeah. for telling me about that thanks for that, listening tim. and
0: thanks for uh the questions and um we'll be back with another guest on our next po- podcast so thanks again Ron. always great talking with you
1: oh good talking to you tim thanks for